I've got a pain in my neck. And unfortunately, I'm not talking about a saying or something I can easily get rid of. I have an actual pain in the bottom of my neck, top of my back, and it, and it just flared up again. I have a herniated disc, and it's something I've dealt with for years. It's not chronic pain. It's more like intermittent pain, and I would love to find a cure for it. No pain meds, though? Not not thinking about that? I'm not a pain med guy. Sometimes no. steroids, maybe. Yeah. But I'd love to just have it go away. Hydrocodone, oxycodone. Mm. That's, I mean, that's what that's for, right? The right. pain. But if you don't fix it, then eventually you're going to build up resistance to the drugs. And then it's followed by a risk of dependence and addiction. I mean, that's what we hear so much about these days. Uh, people either live with the, pla- the pain because they're afraid of the drugs or they risk becoming addicts. Yeah, and that's particularly scary these days, right? The opioid crisis, big big public health emergency. 10.3 million people misused prescription opioids in 2018, and 130 people died every day from opioid-related drug overdoses. I don't think I want pain meds. You know what? You should try acupuncture. Hi, everybody. I'm Macy Jepson. And I'm Pete Kenworthy, and this is Healthy at UH. Acupuncture, huh? Isn't that, I'm kind of a skeptic here. I got to be honest with you. Isn't that like the ancient voodoo medicine? Isn't that what that is? <laughs> well, ancient, yes. Okay. Um, needles, yes, but not into a doll. <laughs> so, um, you know, they can actually, this can actually help. Mm-hmm. I've had it before um, for stress relief. I had it for fertility issues after my first children were born. But for the purpose of this conversation and pain, I also had acupuncture for whiplash. Hmm. Took it away in one treatment. Wow. But increasingly, it's being used as an alternative to opioids for pain management. University Hospital's acupuncturist Christine Kaiser from the Connor Integrative Health Institute joins us today to separate fact from fiction. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. So let's talk about the facts here. There is science behind this, right? I read in some cases, acupuncture can actually be more effective than morphine when treating pain. That's right. We do have a lot um, of evidence, a growing body of evidence that's accumulating right now. We're particularly looking at how acupuncture can treat chronic pain, and we're seeing some great results, including there was a study done comparing acupuncture to intravenous morphine in the emergency department. They were looking at severe pain cases, and they considered a success if pain was reduced by at least 50%. And when they compared the two side by side, acupuncture had a 92% success rate, while morphine had a 78% Mm. success rate. They also looked at the amount of time it took to reduce pain, and the average amount of time for acupuncture was 16 minutes, while morphine was 28 minutes. Uh, Additionally, they looked at adverse events that happened with using each intervention, and morphine had a 56% minor adverse event um, happen, and acupuncture had a 2.6%. Wow. wow. And what kind of what kind of pain are you talking about here? We're talking chronic back pain, migraines, cancer-related pain. I mean, what kind of what kind of stuff are we talking about? My my herniated disc. I mean, really, kind of really all of it. We're seeing help with acute pain, chronic pain, musculoskeletal pain, injuries, uh, chronic pain like osteoarthritis. Uh, nerve pain like peripheral neuropathy that we see after people take chemotherapy or related to diabetes, all sorts of pain we can help. And we talked about the opioid epidemic and people looking for alternatives. Are you seeing that here at Connor? 
Absolutely. We've been involved with the Pain Institute and with opioid committees trying to help bring another treatment modality in that's non-pharmacologic pain management. The Joint Commission a few years ago actually required hospitals to offer non-farm pain treatment options. So we're actually utilizing acupuncture throughout our UH system. We've done pilot programs in the emergency department to help reduce pain. We're doing pilot programs in post-surgical units like the total joint replacement at Ahuja to help reduce pain and try to avoid those times when opioids are prescribed the most. So walk me through this, because as you heard me say, I'm, I'm a skeptic, right? And I'm sure you encounter people like me all the time. What does it actually do to help with pain? And what does it f- feel like, right? Because mm-hmm. Macy and I talked before this conversation about she's had it before. And one time she actually flinched with the <laughs> pain, right? I did. Well, I did. It was at the top of my head and it hit a nerve and and it flinched. But that, that doesn't usually happen, right? Not usually. The needles are very tiny. They're about the size of a hair. I insert them with a tube so they go through the skin very, very quickly. And that way I can also ensure the needle is sterile and clean so it's never touching my hands before it enters the skin. And we use about 10 to 20 needles during a treatment. Most people actually don't feel them go in. They're surprised that the first needle actually went in. And what we're seeing when we add acupuncture to a body is that the body becomes less sensitive to pain. We are identifying several routes that this is happening through. One is the peripheral and central nervous system. So possibly we're blocking pain signals getting to the brain. Uh, We're also seeing changes in the neurochemicals in the brain. So there's a release of endorphins, which are natural opioid-like pain-relieving chemicals. Most people also feel very happy and um, enjoy the acupuncture treatment probably because of the endorphin release and the time for relaxation. We're also seeing increased blood flow where we put needles. So blood carries with it all of the things that heal our body, oxygen, nutrients, the immune system. And if we increase blood flow to an area that helps your body heal itself more naturally. It's interesting you mentioned the endorphins because I've described to people before that you walk out afterward and the blues are bluer and the greens are greener and the sky is blue. You really do feel that way. Yes. But now I'm going to be the skeptic. Is there a placebo effect here? I mean, in, in this study, is a bit, could you kind of go there a little bit for us? Sure. There have been research studies done on acupuncture showing that there is more than just a placebo effect. So there was a research study done on, I believe, 19,000 patients. They gathered a bunch of studies and looked at them together. It's called a meta-analysis. And it showed that acupuncture was effective for chronic pain of things like osteoarthritis of the knee, neck pain, back pain, and the effect was more than just a placebo. So we do have research now backing that up. If you could tell me a little bit more, just just so I understand it, it goes very shallow into the skin, I think, right? Or how, how deep does it go? And I don't want people to get grossed out here. Sure. But, <laughs> but I'm just trying to figure out, and are there specific parts of the body? Like, is there a map of the body that putting it in this part of your hand or in this part of your head or in this part of your torso those trigger certain things? Does it work like that? or am Yeah, I that's true. That um, we, we can treat locally where pain is, but sometimes we treat what's called distally. So for example, this week I treated somebody for neck pain they were having for a couple weeks. I put two points in each hand and I told her to walk around a little bit and move her neck. And within about five minutes, she was pain-free and, and shocked, quite, quite honestly. And so we do have a variety of ways to approach treating pain. There are 361 acupuncture points in the body. 
body. I would say we probably use more regularly about 100 of those. Um, but the, the insertion is pretty shallow. We are looking to go into muscle tissue. And um, when in the hands of a skilled provider, somebody with extensive training, it is very, very safe. Uh, there's very little adverse events like we saw in the morphine study. And uh, um, it's a great way to, to help address pain. Here we are at the Connor Integrative Health Institute, and the word is integrative. Could you tell me the difference between alternative medicine and integrative? Because we're hearing a lot about alternative medicine. Right, these that's days. a great question. So, alternative medicine is considered some some form of medicine that's used instead of traditional Western medicine. Uh, integrative medicine, we are looking to use evidence-based therapies. So looking at trying to follow the research and what's um, being shown to work and using all available modalities that we have. So somebody can be receiving surgery and get acupuncture concurrently. They can be on medication and work with a chiropractor here at Connor. And those are our ways that we're using integrative medicine, truly integrating throughout the system and trying to stay evidence-based while we do that. And is it covered? For a lot of therapies, we are seeing more and more coverage. Chiropractic is fully covered. We have integrative medicine consultations where a patient can meet for an hour with a provider and discuss their health care and what their goals are, and that's covered. Acupuncture is covered for UH employees, and we're looking next year to try and expand that since we are seeing more and more coverage for patients with their acupuncture benefits for insurance. Right now, they can call and ask about their out-of-network benefits, and several of them are being reimbursed. Can we talk a little bit more about chronic pain? Because that is what we are hearing is linked to this opioid crisis in our country. Uh, are you saying that these modalities can really get into the root issue of chronic pain and be a game changer for people? Yes, we're seeing more and more that chronic pain is not only a physical problem in the body, but maybe the brain is involved too. And we're trying to change how the body and the brain interact with the pain. And acupuncture is great, like I mentioned, at working on both of those things, the nervous system, blood flow, as well as our brain chemicals to try and stop that chronic pain signal that keeps happening in the body. So more skeptic questions, right? What What's the training you receive for this? You're a licensed acupuncturist, right? What is Correct. That? I'm a licensed acupuncturist by the State Medical Board of Ohio, and it's a three-and-a-half-year master's degree program. We also are required to take four national board certification tests. We are also required to have continuing education as we go along to get relicensed. And there's a move in the profession for it to become a four-year doctorate degree. So this year I actually completed my doctorate in acupuncture and Chinese medicine. So it is important that patients have serious conversations with their providers about their background, experience, et cetera. Absolutely. And it's great for patients to know there's a few ways that they can receive acupuncture treatments. We offer private acupuncture sessions. They're one-on-one with a provider in a private room. But we also offer group acupuncture to make it more affordable. This is the style of acupuncture that's done commonly in China. And you're in a shared room, but you rest quietly, you're fully clothed, and we're able to still address your chief complaint. Okay, Dr. Christine Kaiser, licensed acupuncturist from University Hospitals. Thanks so much for your time. We appreciate the insight. Thank you very much for having me. Remember, you can find and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Search University Hospitals or Healthy at UH, depending on where you subscribe. And as always, for more health news, advice from our medical experts and Healthy at UH podcast, go to uhhospitals.org slash blog.